بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ والسلام علی شرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وصحب وسلم تسلیما کثیرا کثیرا ہم آباد و مائی بردرز اینڈ سسٹرز وی آر ان دا اسٹوری آف دا لائف آف عمر ابن الخطاب رضی اللہ عنہ اینڈ اسٹوریز فرام ہز لائف اینڈ ایز آئی ٹو یو it was his commitment and seriousness with which he approached any task that he had which made him stand out even from among the sahaba you know in uh, urdu we or hindi we have a saying visandho mein kana raja that among the blind the one-eyed man is king So to look good among people who are not good, among people who are very ordinary and, uh, you know, not really worthy of uh, attention, to look good among such people, to look good among ignorant people, to look learned among ignorant people is very easy. But to look good among people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called as sabiqoon al awwaloon, to look good among them is very difficult. And Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab was somebody who stood out among the best of the best. And one of the reasons why he stood out among the best of the best is because of this incredible commitment to his task that he had. And in that commitment was this thing that he used to do was to Uh, literally patrol the streets of Medina in the night to see what people might need. Now, one of those uh, stories I mentioned yesterday, today is another one. He was going with his, uh, he had a servant with him. And they came to a place which was uh, a little bit outside of Medina, on the outskirts. And there was a very poor-looking camp uh, with a tent and so on. And Sayyidina Omar could hear the sound of children crying. So he went there and there was a woman and she had uh, a pot on the fire and it, she seemed to be cooking something and she had two or three children who were crying so he said salam and he said what is happening here why are these children crying she said because they are hungry there is no food so he said but you are cooking, cooking something what are you what are you cooking she so said there is nothing this is just water in the pot we have nothing I am just put I just put the pot on the thing so that they on the fire so that they think that I am cooking something and uh, you know they will just fall asleep because we have no food Sayyidina Umar radhiyallahu turned around and he went to the Baitul Mal <coughs> he went to the storage he took a sack of uh, meal from there And he picked it up, put it on his shoulder 
His servant said, Amir Muminin, I am here. I mean, why am I here with you? You know, give it to me. I'll carry it. Sayyidina Umar said, no. He said, will you carry my deeds on the Day of Judgment? This is my job. Now, this is who is talking. He is, this is the man. He is the king of the Muslims. He is the Amir al-Mumineen. He said, will you carry my, my deeds on the Day of Judgment? He said, no, this is my job. I am the Amir, Amir, therefore I am the servant of the people. So he took this sack of meal and he took whatever he had to take, some fat and so on. Then he went to that camp and he told the woman, allow me to cook. <clears throat> and he sat there next to the fire and he cooked a meal for that lady and her children. The servant says that I was watching and trying to get this fire to burn properly, he would blow into it and the smoke of the fire, I saw the smoke of the fire filtering up through his beard. Sayyidina had a big beard in in uh, in keeping with the sunnah of Rasulullah And the servant said that I saw the smoke come out from his beard, the smoke of the fire, because he was blowing into the fire. So he finished and cooked the meal and so on and served it to them. And then he went a little bit away, a distance away and he sat down in the darkness watching them, watching this camp. The servant after a while said, Amir Mominin, let's go. I mean, you have done your job. Right? Why are we sitting here? Sayyidina Umar said, I saw them crying with hunger. I want to see them laughing with a full belly that they have eaten. What do you sometimes, you know, when I read these stories of the Sahaba Ridwanullahi Alayhi Majmain, I feel that I'm reading fairy tales. You know, you have these fairy tales. Once upon a time, there was a king and this happened, that happened, what not. And then they ever they lived happily ever after. Huh? Sometimes I feel that I'm reading fairy tales. Until I remind myself that these are not fairy tales, this is history. This is documented history. These people were real. They were human beings. They were real. These were people who were... Uh, who lived and they they were hungry and they were thirsty and they hurt and they loved, right? And they fought and they made up and they reconciled and they forgave each other. These were people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set up and called the best example. The best example for people to follow. These were people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically and specially created to support and help His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the last and final of them after whom there is no other Nabi and no other Rasul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created an entire generation of people who we know as His Sahaba, as His companions, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created and brought in order to support his Rasul, alayhi salam, in his work.
these are the people and they did a job so beautifully that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said radiyallahu anhu wa radiyan that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was pleased with them and they were pleased with allah and among those people among the sabiquna sabiquna lawalun among those people who were the best of the best was sayyidina umar ibn al-khattab radiyallahu anhu a man who started his career as a muslim by being not just one of the strongest opponents and one of the greatest enemies of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam but probably the the biggest i mean uh, because he was the only one who as i mentioned the other day he was the only one who act, who, who we know from the sira that he was the only one who actually drew a sword and said i'm going to kill the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam but no one else did that right they plotted and and planned and they did all kinds of things but they did not actually nobody actually drew a sword and said i am going to go now and settle this matter once and for all this was umar ibn al-khattab and that was his nature his nature was that he was not a person who could just stand by and watch something which he considered to be wrong happening and today may allah forgive me first and forgive all of us today this is our biggest problem our biggest problem is that we have made it jaiz and permissible and acceptable for us to stand by and watch and do nothing and 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 forward information and and pictures and videos on whatsapp and so on and so forth and we think that our job is over responsibility is over i did my forward for the day there used to be a time when we talked about the good deed for the day maybe we should change that to saying the forward for the day did you do your forward for the day my brothers and sisters the world changed because of the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu and the world didn't change because they sat and watched because they were spectators the world didn't change because they were forwarders the world changed because they took action the world changed because they they made effort they did what needed to be done that's the reason that is the reason the world changed to ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu to make us among people who take action and who do what needs to be done wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika rahmur rahim